Welcome to Next Man Up. I am Luke here with Lava. And we will have our third host join us in a second. Um, so there's, with it being All-Star Week, there's been not a lot going on. I think it's. Yeah. Um, Let's go. Let's go for more. Let's talk about the the Nets being the Raptors. Um, I wasn't. I was. I don't want to say I was expecting it, but I'm not surprised by it, considering how close we fought them the other day. Yeah, I think uh, Raptors were pretty tired too. Yeah, and I was. I had the luxury of actually being at that game. It was a really good game. And what I saw from that game that I necessarily haven't been seeing for the rest of the season is our defensive effort was really there. The team, you could tell that they went into that arena, that they went into Barclays, that game, with a clear focus. They knew what they were going to do. They knew what they had to do to win. And it, it showed. And it definitely showed that they wanted to get them back for – yeah, that loss in Toronto. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like sometimes at the game, you see some stuff that you don't normally see on TV. Yeah. And you, and you like, see yeah. what the players are feeling. I mean, you just see in, like, a bigger and better picture that you wouldn't see on TV. And yeah. It's only one camera, so you can't uh, see the whole picture. So, you know, you're looking at the bench, maybe you're looking at the body language. It's just a bunch of factors that play into these games. Mm-hmm. Another thing about that, yeah, that game was also, in my opinion, I don't like to complain about refing. That game was oh, so what? bad, ref game in general. First half was, like, terrible against Brooklyn. Second half, they, I felt like they tried to balance it, and they went after Toronto. It was really weird. And then they said, Kyle Lowry almost fouled out. Kyle Lowry was pissed at the refs. Yeah, but I feel like one. I feel so like mad. it's always a norm in these one of those one of these games that like one Toronto player has to get a technical foul. It's just gonna happen. <laughs> yep. Um, that wasn't even the most impressive game for me. Which one, Pacers? Mm-hmm. It was the Pacers game. Oh yeah, we were down. Like we we were off. It was, like, a close game throughout, I feel like. We were, like, down by, like, three or something like that. And then that was a very smart foul from Levert when they were, uh, for that last play, winning the huddle because Victor Oladipo just got this blue by Levert, and then it would have been a pull-up jumper that Victor Oladipo always makes. Yeah. Well, I said – the reason I say it was so impressive – was because the Raptors always, or the not the Raptors, the Pacers, yeah, always kill them, always beat us. Well, yeah, they bad. bad. Well, the team formula to beat the Nets and a bunch of bigs who can shoot. No, it's not, it's just bodying. I went to both uh, Pacers games that they visited us. It was a mixture of just. Then making threes, that defense, and Sabonis bodying Jared Allen and DeAndre Jordan. Mm-hmm. The Monta Sabonis is like in the 
is definitely a net killer at this point. I love so I love Sabonis though because yeah, like nothing is that guy. This is like how good he is. Yeah, no, he's like I see some people who say when people are asking if you could take anybody off this All Star team. No, you know, half of the half of the answers are Sabonis, the other half are Adebayo, right? Yeah, because the All Star game is just they're they're just that yeah. good. I think people don't realize the season that Sabonis is having and how really impressive that it is. I, if I had to, you know, all star, it would have been Kyle Lowry because Kyle Lowry does not. I don't like Kyle Lowry. No, he um last year it wasn't that he had a bad year, averaging fourteen points per game, but he had um eight assists per game because he played his role perfectly. He gave Kawhi the ball. And he did all the stuff that was asked from him and the co asked from him and like the coaching staff, you know. So I yeah. feel like Kyle Lowry, it was like it was not down year, but it was a he was like very passive. And he did his role, but that wasn't an yeah, all star. Like that's not an fourteen and eight is not an all star season. Yeah, but I feel like the Raptors won so many games that you have to give two of yeah. those players. And also, when I saw that Kyle Lowry made it over, over. At, at first, when I saw that Kyle Lowry made it over Jandre Russell last year, I was pretty pissed because yeah. 14 points per game over 21, and you're carrying a team to the playoffs. I don't know. Yeah, I. It's definitely interesting the way that coaches have treated the reserves as of late because. Actually, no, not even that. Just this season, the way that they treated the reserves, it's almost every reserve was in the playoffs. It's like the only exception was Dame and Ingram. If I, I feel like the reserves are just going to change. Uh-huh. I don't think there's a yeah. stone guy, other than like the usual ones like Kyle Irene and stuff. Uh-huh. You can go. Like, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. The All Star game activities on the weekend because I was busy and I was watching other sports. Are but you watching Seton Hall the All Star game? I was watching. No, one of the days I was watching Seton Hall, the other I was doing homework. Oh, okay. It's not boring. Got to you know, but yeah, another grind. But uh, the All Star. Let's talk about the All-Star game. And I don't know if it was because there's more players there that care about winning. I really think that that's what it is. I think that this is just like – this. we all agree this is the best All-Star game in the last five years. This weeks, was right? one of the best All-Star games, period. Yeah, ever. Because they had something to play for. Yeah, the charity thing. And they wanted yeah. to give those charities uh, an opportunity, you know? Team Giannis – Donated another hundred thousand. Yeah, they just donated another hundred thousand to them just because they felt like they let them. I don't know if they felt like they let them down. Or I don't know. I think the charity is like, I don't know. But. Like, I feel like they're making it seem like a punishment. That sounds so bad. Like, even if it's true, I that, feel like they're making it seem like a punishment. That, oh, you lost twenty extra hundred thousand. Like. I don't know, man. Like, by the way, money. I don't know if that's actually how they did it, mm-hmm. but like, if they did it like that, it can come out the wrong way. Definitely, it can come out the wrong way pretty easily too. 
Can you hear my clicking? Yeah, I can hear it. Okay. A little bit. Um, the other thing that I want to talk about about the All-Star game is that I think that after this All-Star game, Rudy Gobert is going to become more of a regular selection because the thing always was that he's not entertaining, right? Like, we've all known that he's an all-star caliber player, that his defense is great, but the thing has always been that, at least recently, why he hasn't been an all-star reserve or in the all-star game, people say, you know, it's because he's not entertaining, right? Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if that's the reason. I don't know if that's the reason. Because James Harden, you can say that's the same exact case about James Harden, too. When people like offense, people don't like defense. People like exactly, Yeah, but... but... I, I mean, it's like, I mean, he still puts yeah, up good numbers, 14 more, points per game, averaging a couple blocks a game on a good Jazz team. I mean, you deserve your last yeah, year, but, too. Yep, I think that this All-Star game is definitely going to make the case that he should be in the All-Star game more because yeah. he was really fun to watch. Yeah. He had, like, he had 21 points. I think almost all of them were dunks. Obviously. Yeah. Who who are you rooting for? I I knew Team LeBron was gonna win, but I wanted Team Giannis to win. I knew that. I just wanted Team Giannis to win because you, you know, they have a couple guys that I like on that team. I like Giannis. I like Siakam. You know what's outrageous? I like Trey Young. Played like fifteen minutes and he was a starter. And Kyle Lowry played like, um, like all his other minutes, and Nick Nurse was the coach. Yeah, that's not biased. I don't even know because it's not like he was Trey was resting. The Hawks are not in a playoff position. That's just it's, it's not, outrageous. That and it's not stupid. Yeah. That to me isn't really biased. I think that that's more that because Team LeBron did it too. They sat Luka Doncic for Chris Paul. So that they could close out the game with a veteran. I love how. Yeah, but Sorry. still, but still, they they played him to that. They didn't play him to that extent where he only got fifteen minutes. I mean, maybe they, in retrospect, they probably should have played. Yeah, they probably should have played him, even more. though he wouldn't have done a job. No, in the fourth quarter, because no one on Team Giannis could get a bucket. You know, at least Trey Young might hit a shot from out deep. You know. Yeah, or I don't know, maybe. Uh, like third quarter, maybe he could have played. I don't know. They just had to find time for him, and especially if he's a starter too. I don't care if Kyle Lowry's a more quote unquote, uh, you know, suitable, more suitable player. He's a starter, and starters play starting minutes. So, it's like resting Kyrie Irving for, uh, I don't know, Spencer doing it, and Kyrie plays like fifteen. John, minutes. Uh, it's. Resting Kyrie for John on Musa. I don't know. No, that's obviously a good decision. John Musa is a 10 times better player. Facts. Uh, you guys want to talk about the um, the hot topic? Which one? Oh, boy. Aaron Gordon getting robbed? No. Uh. The... <laughs> The one um, when uh, Kevin, um, we're talking about Kyrie Irving, you know, how. Oh, yeah. How Lava doesn't one. understand how doctors work? No, no, bro. That's he got injured already, bro. 
This was the second time this injury happened, so he went straight to specialist. Alright. And I yeah, I don't really think that this is a this is a reoccurring injury, but to me, I think that this is confirmation that Kevin Durant will not play this season. In my opinion, that's what I'm getting from this. No, Kevin Kevin no no no, no. Uh, his do- mom. His mom uh, went and his out. His mom said that too. Yeah, his mom and said, said he's too, not so playing. So he isn't playing. I think he, if he really wanted to play, he could probably be ready by me before the playoffs. But I don't think he wants to risk that, especially what happened last year too. And it put I, and less pressure on oh. him to deliver because he's basically our saving grace, and he's going straight into, and he hasn't really developed that encore chemistry. With the players, yeah. So of course you have the immediate um, response from Celtics fans on Twitter that this is to avoid the Celtics game, which no, it's not. Wait, they actually said they said that. Yeah, yeah. If you if you go in there, I don't know who like tweeted it first. It's all like, oh, March third's the Celtics game. No, it's not. It's probably some Homer reporter that's saying that. Yeah, but. But to me, this is – I think that Kyrie Irving planned to attempt and play through his injury but just, and that he was going to do this if he felt that there was a way that the Nets could make a playoff run this year. And I don't think he thinks it's possible without KD. There's no, all, it's definitely not possible. I saw Billy Reinhardt tweet this, and I think it's true. It's um, the quarter zone shot lasts a month. In yeah. a month, so he's probably just gonna go and get another shot. Maybe I mean that could be it. We all I know don't think this is eventually breaking it out. Yeah, yeah, no, this because if it was, a New York reporter would have reported it first. Yeah, um, no, I think I think than... I I think she gets surgery. Just call it to your watch. Yeah. I, I think he gets Kyrie, we're not going to win the championship with Kyrie's being our best we, player. Yeah. We know that Ky- Kyrie's likely has to get surgery anyway, just yeah. due to the nature of shoulder impingements. He was going to have to get it this offseason regardless. Yeah, he's going to get surgery. So. Mm-hmm. Even, if, even if in the dream scenario that Kevin Durant comes back and they go on a Cinderella run, right, he'd still have to get the surgery afterwards. You know, that was never going to change. So yeah. I think that if you know that that's not going to happen, there's no use in delaying the inevitable, right? Just go get the surgery. You'll have more time to rest. How long do you think the recovery process will be for a shoulder? Um, I impingement, mean, whatever they call it. Impingement, I think, like on Google, it says three to six months. He's ready at this. It's, it, you basically just have to rest it. Yeah, do, do you feel like um, last year when Alan Crabb got that injury, it said right shoulder soreness. Do you feel like it was the same no, injury that Kyrie had? Maybe. I, I don't know. I think it was bothering I, Alan Crabb for a while before. Because I don't know, man. Like, he was in and out. And he was he was one of our better players last year, too. I mean, he wasn't that bad. Wait, so, did you just say Alan Crabb was one of our better players? I don't, Dude, I don't know, come man. Off. I, I like uh, here's the thing about Alan Crabb. If he hits his shots, he's yeah. not that bad. Yeah, if but he hits he, his shots, he's a good shooter. Marcus Morris type player 
Meaning he's a role player no. who has the shot he, creation he, and shot tendencies of an of an all star. The thing is, the Marcus Morris is play, he 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 isos now and crap can't iso. But I don't know. I don't know if he's one of our better players, but I remember him hitting some good shots last year. I don't know. That's just me. He's a good role player, I guess. No, I I don't think it's just you, but I don't. I don't like I don't like Alan Crabb because we got him when he was almost damaged goods. Like even when we got him. So Yeah. And so I rather clicking before I'm also doing my math homework. You're probably failing, so it's all good. I'm not. I have like a seventy eight. Trash. Trash. Suck at math. I hate math. My math. Wait, what, Yo, what are you taking? Um, money and math. It's, it's How are you feeling money? I'm not failing. I have a 78.80. Yeah, 78. You should be, like, getting 100. Just 78, and that's, up, that's upper middle class. 78 and money, that's, like, upper middle class, homeworks. man. We've only had two homeworks in the grade book and one quiz, but I already finished one whole book's homeworks. So. What you got in the quiz, then? Yeah, we have one exam, and we have two more, and then a final. That's Dan. This is an interesting conversation, but (laughs) (laughs) doing a podcast right now, guys. Well, I also owned Lava. Like, Lava, you realize I was screwing around with you today? No, no, I knew you were screwing around with me that time. No, I knew you were screwing around with me. I I was like in my head, I know this guy's out. Oh, maybe one of you being a child. What? Because you're what, Lava? You're 16? Nah, I'm 14. Jeez. Yeah. You're 14? I'm six years old. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm only two. I shouldn't be talking. Yeah, you got to chill, bro. No. I, like, just turned. And trust but, me, Lava. One yeah. last thing with the grade thing. You'll learn this very quickly. A 78 in college, like, a month into the semester is a good thing. <laughs> is? When I first got to high school, my grade for geometry for the oh, first yo, I, month yo, was I a suck 40. Geometry. Oh, the only day I've ever gotten... The only day I've ever gotten in my life for anything in a marking period or semester was in math. And that was because my teacher sucked, but... Oh, no, my teacher sucks for geology. Great. I'll say this. College, college will give you mental breakdowns, but you feel accomplishments. Like, I graduate in two months from county, so. Great. So, <laughs> talking about Reggie Jackson. Oh, yeah, so. Good addition to the Clippers. That's. Well, did you see the video that was that posted is... in the group chat from KD shooting? Yeah, yeah. We can let's get back but, to. We can talk about that, but first, let's. Uh, I mean, let's just quickly go over like Reggie yeah. Jackson. I think because even though that's not as interesting as Kevin Durant, Reggie Jackson, <laughs> I think is I think just establishes such. them as the favorite. He's a good. He's a good addition yeah. to the Clippers, and Lakers fans are very depressed. They're they're like, oh, let's sign Damari Carroll. Oh, let's sign Jeff Green. They're literally owning. They think they own the buyout market, but they actually don't. I wanted Carroll. They 
I wanted to mark Carroll, but I put it in the yeah. chat. I doubt. Yeah, I wanted him to. Oh, I. I guess you can also yeah. talk about Damari Carroll to Houston. That's, I think, also interesting. Not, they're basically just getting shooters and wings. Yeah, that that's literally all they're doing. Remember that? What'd you say? Remember when they signed Nene? Oh, yeah. That's what that reminds me of. Like, not the same player, but it's like, they're obviously, I don't think he's a fit there. To like, I just don't. Why are we talking about Nene? I think so wrong, man. I think that Damari Carroll is just going to be – not really reestablish himself, but just be a piece there. I mean, yeah. that Rockets team has not gelled well. Damari Carroll might be able to provide more defense, might be able to provide some – Damari Carroll is I'm not going to say veteran. Yeah, he was bad with the It Spurs. was a crime that the that just, at the Spurs trade Davis Bertans for the Spurs. Damari Carroll. I don't know what was going through their the head. Spurs traded Davis Bertans for a chance to sign Marcus Morris, who then went to the Knicks. I mean, they if Greg Popovich wasn't wasn't a human on this earth, the Spurs would be rebuilding already. Yeah, but they just feel like they could just make the AFC and get swept. That's all they're doing. They're rinsing and repeating. It's like, oh, we're gonna, we're gonna just get the more yeah. and the more Aldridge. We're gonna make AC make it sweat. We're not even gonna make it's the playoffs. Just, like, to me, it's just baffling the moves that the Spurs continue to make. I think it's you can aspire a, to be a good team, but at a certain point, you just have to realize when your time is up. They don't. They don't wanna Greg Popovich. They don't wanna, you know. They only want to go out when he's there. Do you think, looking back at that, what was their options? Because I wasn't really in that. What was their op- when they trade Kawhi Leonard? Did they have any more suitable options? Not really. Not really. I, they, they, like, they tried to trade them to the Celtics, like, but they didn't want. And they were being forced to, to make it. I yeah. feel like they need to get young players because. Speaking of now which, they're I think, in a situ- yeah. they're in a bad situation where Lamar Rosen's a free agent. Him, and what Marcus, do you do? Yeah, and Lamarcus Aldridge is a free agent in two years, so that's your two best players gone in the next. Well, Lamarcus Aldridge is he's thirty four years old, so yeah. By the time he's a free agent, he'll be yeah. like a guy probably. He'll be a walk-out. no. I think that Lamarcus Aldridge will be a minimum guy. I think. In two years, you, like thirty six is when no, you start. No, because you're looking at remember, you know how Mike Conley's here is a trash. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. He could be a minimum guy, but he, times, he might yeah. he might be that guy you could just like toss around one year deals like Paul Millsap. Lamarcus Aldridge to me doesn't seem like he's gonna have that that ridiculous decline. Because he's been very steady throughout his entire career. Yeah, he's been... He always puts up around the same points, around the same rebounds. His failures are unstoppable. I mean, though, to be fair, that is what I said about Al Horford before this season started, so who knows? No, they're just not even, like... The Sixers don't have a good fit around him. They think he's freaking Steph Curry. It's not his fault at all. He's just being put into a bad situation. And what he's doing right now with the Sixers is not his role. And he's being placed out of his comfort zone. And Lamarcus Aldridge is actually shooting three-pointers. And he's actually making a good amount. So, 
She yeah, he's she's taking about three this year. He's shooting about forty percent on those three. Yeah, that's, that's good. Which is pretty good. Which to me, I mean, in two years, like he'll still be a player that's worth making around fifteen to seventeen million dollars. Even if it's on a they short might, They might just throw him like a one-and-one one with a team option. Like a one-year. Yeah. If DeAndre Jordan could get a $22 million offer from the Mavericks last year, LaMarcus Aldridge can get $17 million. Did you guys see the quote from Giannis? Wait. Oh, yeah, the Which Lakers one? thing? The Laker, not Lakers. He said Milwaukee, L.A. or whatever. I feel like it's going to badly because this is going to be like when the Knicks traded for DeAndre Jordan to sign Kevin Durant and Kyrie, and then DeAndre Jordan just went where they went instead. Wait, Wait what, what did I say? Correlation? What did he say? Well, the, the rumor was that the Knicks had traded for DeAndre Jordan to lure. Yeah, no, that's not a rumor. That's a fact. No, I'm talking about like what Giannis said. Well, Giannis, the whole said? quote was him wanting to play with his brothers. Yeah, it was like let's re like yeah, so eventually reunited. And one of his brothers is in to me. All right, um oh go for go first, but after this I have like something I really want to talk about that I was thinking about before the podcast, but I didn't want to really I don't know if it really fit. I really dislike what the media does sometimes in attempting to force storylines they do all the time. That's what they make a living on. Don't that, yeah, so four storylines that don't really have much truth behind them. We heard all of, and it's always, if you notice, it's always linked typically to Los Angeles, New York, or one of the bigger markets. Yeah. Yeah, I watched. Because it's those cities that make the money. Recent, like, yeah, recently I watched a video of uh, dumb, uh, like, media people, like, saying dumb questions to was, NBA players. Yeah. Right, and then one of the guy, the guy that was making the video, he was like, "The media tries to, you know, force stuff for the players." Then once when the players like, when the players uh get the the reporters slipping up on their questions, they take they take full advantage of it, mm-hmm. like they just go at them. I mean, I think that that's reasonable because if you're just sitting there and asking them the same question over and over again. Or in different forms. I mean, the players should be entitled to. Yeah, if that's if you notice, some of the most criticized, often criticized players by media outlets. One of them is Russell Westbrook, right? I feel like his negative attributes are overstated because of the way he responds to the media, and the media are the people who control the narrative. I Plus feel like you get Kyrie Irving who basically ignores them, and they, yeah, they just do it. So I have some a mini rant. You guys saw that the Kyrie Irving VP of Players Association, right? Yeah. Yes, sir. But he's a cancer. Oh yeah, he's been. Uh, um, yeah, it, I to me being appointed. And then Kendrick Perkins that... immediately goes. Oh, he ruined the Celtics. And it's like, dude, you want a title as, like, the sixth best player on a team. Shut up. I mean, that's pretty nice, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. 
it Ro- is, but that doesn't it's only know everything. Paul Pierce and You're KG talking too. shit about people who are so much better. Because he's a homer. He is. And if you notice, it's all... Yeah. And that's annoying. If you notice, you shouldn't have homers on selfish. national media. It's, yeah. No, I, I I, think homers it's always sometimes good, good and sometimes bad. I mean, for the Celtics, basically good? all their commentators... Good, all their right? commentators are homers. All ex, a, a lot of ex Celtics players are Celtics homers. Yeah. If you know Paul Pierce, Kevin, not really Kevin no, Garnett, but Paul Pierce and Kendrick player. Perkins, especially. You, Ray Paul, Allen is no Paul homer. Yeah, if it's local, but if it's yeah. national, you shouldn't have people homers. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I agree. Also, if you notice, it's always the same three oh eight Celtics that talk crap. It's always Ray Allen, it's always Rondo, and it's always, um, not Rondo. No, Ray honestly. Allen. It's always Garnett. Rondo doesn't really talk about it. Yeah, he Wait, said Ray Allen. Allen. Like for example, Richard. On Richard about, Jefferson. I confuse him. Hardcore with Homer. About it. <laughs> Richard Jefferson's a hardcore Homer. I love him. But he, he yeah. if he's doing a National Nets game. Or a game unrelated to the Nets. Don't be a homer for the Nets. He doesn't sound like a homer. Yeah, he does on Nets broadcast. That's because we're biased towards. Which, yeah, he's he's definitely in that regard. I don't think he's. I think he's definitely a homer, but I don't think he shows it. He can. Yeah, not as he shows it sometimes. Like. well, but yeah, the Nick thing that the Knicks had to issue a PR statement about. <laughs> Which one? Uh, him saying he the Knicks offered him a contract, so he decided to retire. Oh yeah, that no, that was just funny. No, that no, yeah, that was they, they, funny. they came that was out funny. and said that that's not a homer happen. thing. That's just funny as hell. No, that's funny. <laughs> that's just funny. Like you can't be mad about that. That's not a homer thing. That's not a homer thing. <laughs> Then you can also that's say that about like that's just, yeah. other other players saying about that. It's not even like the Nets versus Knicks rivalry. You can just say that about anything. Like anyone yeah. could have said that. Like KG could have been offered a contract um, by the Knicks. Could have said the same thing. That's the guy I was trying to say earlier. I was trying to say it's KG, it's Perkins, and it's Pierce who are always talking about the 08 championship. If you notice, Ray Allen and Ronald don't really. <laughs> Like they talk about it, but they don't really. They're not always talking about how they're champions, you know. No, I feel like some of them flex it. I feel like some of them flex it. Like they're freaking ninety ninety six ninety seven. Like Rondo goals. flexes it, but he's not always. Rondo, I don't about think he flexes. It. I don't think he flexes it. I think he like he walks around with that confidence. Obviously, anyone like, should have confidence when they win a championship. Yeah, but he's got that like. Nah, Rondo is just Rondo. I, I, like, I just wish he was. He's an exception. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of which, what I hear from Lakers fans, I don't really know because I'm not watching a lot of Lakers games, but I hear that Rondo is not doing good this year. Terrible. Like, yeah, I feel like they hate Rondo. Dude. They they hate Rondo. Oh, they hate Rondo with the passion. Yeah, they definitely do. Just like we hate touring Prince with passion. 
I mean, he's I good. Him, no, no, he's been like, good these last couple of games, but like, other than that, <laughs> my, you know, I'm one of the biggest Korean Prince supporters in the fan. Oh yeah, you have it in your uh, thing, Korean Prince fan club. Korean <laughs> Prince fan club in my bio, you idiot. He's been. Oh, <laughs> no, what's direct directed at you though? I'm just saying, my my, I hate him. He's been downgraded to 72 overall in 2K. He's trash. I, I can tell you're that's just too good to be Use 2K overalls to judge how good a player is. No, I'm just saying. I'm really just saying. Dude, I'm watching, NBA I watched the Nets games. I watched the Nets games. NBA 2K reviews is a 2K Is a 2K arbitrary. You know, I'm literally just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Dude, NBA 2K. I find this funny as hell. NBA 2K ratings have Jason Tatum and Clint Capella as the same caliber. No, I don't. I don't think that has like. They're both 86 overall. Yeah, has for actually that's kind of stupid, but still. No, because Jason Tatum is a power forward, and if you make him to small forward, his overall goes up to an 86. Tatum should be a 90 at least. Tatum should be probably like a 96, 97, not really. If they have Trey oh, Young oh, in a 90, oh, oh, oh. should be a 90. He's not 96. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm freaking joking. God damn, yo. I'm joking. The highest overall in the game is 97. Luca's a 96. To me, that's, that's crazy. crazy. That's right. Like Luca, they have Luca as better than Anthony Davis. Oh my god, that's 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 why Anthony Davis isn't a 98. I don't know. Anthony Davis is a 95, which is weird. Like, 2K ratings are just weird in general. Honestly, I think it's a crime that Theo Pinson isn't at least, like, a 90. I think Theo has shown that he could really uh, compete at a high level. Theo Pinson. uh, (laughs) Watching Theo. I could watch just a game full of Theo Pinson and John (laughs) Anusha. Imagine Theo Pinson and John Anusha being your starting lineup. But not no, but not in the G League, like an actual regulation. I could watch a regulation NBA game of just Pinson and Musa, honestly, and be entertained. I honestly, think like group chat when they announced he went back down. I've always felt like the hate with Musa's. Oh, he's not ready. I think they should have just kept him down in the G League for no one other full season, and then go from there. Because I felt like he was. It was clear he was wa- same with Theo. They just no. He was all of them are good in the G League. All of them are good in the G League. Yeah, all of our guys are just great yeah. in the G League. The pro, and I think that they're talented. I think that the problem with Musa, in is that when you watch him play, one he gets unlucky yeah, he sometimes. Gets... Like his shots are always seeming to go like yeah. in and out. They're but and he's a very good out. defender. I think. That's and, what- I don't watch enough Musa no, to know. No, no, no. From the games, I just I because I went to like some of the games. He's a very good defender. I just sometimes I watch him like off ball and stuff. He has a good see. He really like he plays good off ball defense and stuff. Just when you're at the game, you can really observe it better too. Yeah, watching the game. I don't understand uh, is why the Nets refuse to play Rodion's Cougars. And Chris Chioza. Or Nicholas Claxton. Why aren't we playing either of them? Who else guys? did you say? Chris Chioza. I don't know why they're not. 
Nicholas Claxton. Too. Oh yeah, Nicholas Claxton. I think. Just I, know, I think you're missing out. They're gonna let him like play more he... minutes next year, definitely. But I feel like Chris Shields. Oh. Uh, Chris Shields like can yeah. really make that. No, I don't. Too. Oh yeah. I feel like he's. No, I don't really know. I yeah. Go. I um, feel like Chris Shields is like that third star that we need <laughs> for a championship. Okay. <laughs> All right. But to me, it's just weird that Nicholas Clarkson, they brought him back into the lineup as a bench player coming off yeah. the bench. And he had two back-to-back really good games against very physical teams. Like, Claxton scored 14 on the Bucks, who are one of the best defensive teams in the NBA, and 15 against the Sixers, who are probably the just purely interior defense, are one of the best teams right He's now. He's extremely wrong. Like, that's that's the problem, but his finishing, He's good. he shows but so much Remember potential. that flagrant that he got on Ben Simmons? I feel like that yeah. was that moment where you need to look at that player and you need to him to develop, and you should give him this year because that and was I just a very avoidable yeah. uh, flagrant. I didn't, I I I forgot it, but I knew it was definitely avoidable. And it's one of those times where you're so yeah, you're just bursting like, him. He jumped with, like young energy. Yeah, that was very avoidable if he was more experienced. Yeah, I'm. I'm really excited about Claxton. I see like a lot of potential in that kid. There's a lot of I think like that. On I other think Claxton has too. the most potential of any of our young guys. Yeah, yeah. And, and I, I see I'm not, a lot of. I'm not gonna. Yeah. I'm not saying he's going to be, but I could see him. Ending up being better even than um, Allen. I feel like he's going to Chris Bosh. I think that's everyone's com- everyone's comparing I, I him, but like he he that. actually he actually resembles Chris Bosh for this game, <coughs> and I see like he's a lefty too, which just like matches it perfectly and stuff. He reminds me a lot of Siakam. Or to be less extreme, he reminds me of the kind of season Chris Boucher is having right now with the Toronto Raptors. Yeah. Where he's I been actually, productive. Like, many of these players are coming off. I actually knew about Chris Boucher. Um, I actually like was really into the G League team last year. And I saw and I was and I like was watching Chris Boucher because it was like the Eastern Conference Finals of that G League thing. And he was pretty good, and also Duncan Robinson playing Dwayne Wade's final game. So, yeah. I mean, all these players were just, like, in there, but, like, now they're getting the, the, the actual chance that they deserve. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Recently, has been pretty... Yeah, he, he goes on and off, but I think that that's just the way Toronto is built more than Chris Boucher's fault. I think that that's more like Toronto and how they have a very balanced offense. They have a lot of players that can score the ball. And they're a very deep team. I feel like him 
Because right now he's averaging yeah seven points and four point three rebounds, but some of the games that you watch, like it's clear that he's much better than that. It's clear that he can do better. Like he's had a couple twenty point games this season, but I think and I think that him not always having those big games and not averaging as much points as other players isn't that he's bad. I think that that's just the way Toronto's system works. Mm-hmm. And the fact that we all knew, know that he's impactful because of the way that a player doesn't have to have good averages in Toronto for you to know that they're impactful. If you watch the games, they all, they could be averaging six, seven points. When you watch the games, there are setting screens. They do all the little stuff. That's what I think that's what's made them so successful. Well, Kendrick Perkins tweeted out about an hour ago saying that he's done talking about Kyrie Irving this season. I don't believe him. He said that Let's about see Katie, if that lasts. And he said he wasn't going to, like, talk negative about anyone, and then days later he was, so. Yeah. I believe it when I see it, and I don't think I'm going to see it. So. Yeah. When Kobe died, Perkins was like, I'm done with the beef. I don't want to do this anymore. And then he's immediately back on it. So I don't, if Kobe dying isn't going to change the way that he's going to act. That's his role. His his role is to start shit. Uh, Yep. That's why I'm listening to him anymore. Yep. And I think people forget that he was at one point a very good role player, but he talks yeah. like he was a star, which is good. I mean, you got to have that confidence, right? If you're going to be, if you were a former NBA player, but I mean, at some point it's bordering on delusional. That's yeah. what I was saying, yeah. Dress. Oh, so, another piece of lava stupidity in him no, telling okay. that St. John's had a chance at making March Madness. <laughs> I hate you so much. I we have to go there with the last game. Hey, at least St. John's, they're not making ball. it. The Big East, bro, didn't want to run, bro. I'm telling you, yo, this year, bro, oh my god, bro. The Big East is having to make everyone but St. John's make the tournament. What? Bro, we're going to win the Big East. Yo, like... Then, then <laughs> we're going to win the Big East, right? Then we're going to go to Mars Madness, bro. We're going to beat your ass, boy. We're going to beat your ass. Then we're going to win, bro. We're going to win the whole thing. We're going to win the whole thing, bro. It's over. <laughs> over. It's over, bro. <laughs> MSG St. John's for the win, bro. Like, there are like five Big East teams confirmed to be in March Madness at this point, basically. And you'll be the five Big East teams to get first round in. I don't think that's possible. We're all in the same, like, a few of us are in the same bracket. No, I'm <laughs> saying, bro, like, you're going to get first <laughs> round in. At least we'll be in a tournament. You're going to get, no, bro, I would rather get, it's like, it's like in the NBA, bro. I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to be the magic. No, bro. I wouldn't. I would rather I would get a lottery pick. I would get a lottery pick. You don't get John's going to attract all the big names, bro. We are going to get a lot, bro. Oh, my. Bro, it's over. It's over for you. You don't get a Next year, this year is over. It's over, bro. You don't get it. Lava, you don't get lottery picks in the NCAA. No, I'm saying it's a comparison. Like, I would rather 
There's no NCAA class. Madness streak going, then miss out. Nah, bro. I don't want to get first round and embarrass from your own fans, bro. Bro, I would rather just know I'm not going to do shit. Breakout you guys aren't going to do shit in the tournament anyway. So what's the point of me being there? It's like show, Bro, it's like showing up to a basketball game knowing you're going to lose. Well, we're a three seed, so we're right now, so we're probably Whoa, not. three seed, bro. Oh, my God, bro. Yo, should I give you, like, a piss on there, bro? Damn, Jeez. bro. <laughs> Damn, yo. Yo, Durant, you already just said, bro, he's a three the seed, Thunder was up three one. Damn, bro. Yo, he's cool, bro. Yo, Luke, bro, you're, you're cool. You're, you're the coolest person ever. We played each other Sunday, by the way. Yeah, you're going to get your ass with me, bro. have a great final stretch where they play five ranked opponents in conference. I'm gonna fuck, bro. You're gonna get you ass beat, bro. You need your ass beat. All right. Okay. What? Um, what? What? What team do you follow? I do not really watch. I don't really watch the NCAA. If I had to follow a team, it would have to be St. John's. That's my dad's alma mater. They suck, though. No, bro. We don't suck, bro. We made. We, yo, it, it's time to give up our reign, bro. We made the NCAA tournament the last year. Oh, we made like the last like five years, bro. We had Luke. yo, we you know more Mo Harkless. He played for us. You know, you know, uh, Ron Artest. He I played for us. St. John's legend. Ron Artest. My mom knew Ron Artest. True story. What? Um. Yeah, my mom knew Ron Artest. Maybe uh, they um. You know. You know a little. You know a little. Someone named no. Uh, no. Is it Whitehead? He played for us. Trash. <laughs> you know my probably Next gonna go in the first legend. round of the NBA draft. Yeah, he plays for us. Who? Miles Powell. Who? Trash. He's I, a national player of the year. Can't. I don't. I haven't really followed this trash. draft class. I because I keep on hearing yeah. it's gonna be trash. I keep on hearing this draft class is trash outside of Anthony Edwards and like Lamelo Ball. Did you no one forget about Denny? But... Trash. You really huh? just said Miles Powell was trash. Yeah, he's trash, bro. Who knows about him? I don't he's probably watch the cousin enough. of Dwight Powell. To know. No. <laughs> There's a lot of Powells in the NBA. There's Miles Powell, Powell is Roman the Powell. tenth best scorer in the nation. By the way, whoa, he's so cool. He's probably gonna be another bus. Whoa, whoa, going in the nation, Next bro. Ben McLemore. You're so the reason cool. we're first place. You're third. You're trash. The next third. Ben McLemore. Are, yeah, we are third. Know your place. Know your place, Luke. Know your place. Uh, are we third or are we second? Next, Marshawn Brooks. Bro, it doesn't matter if you're third or fourth. You're still going to get first round. The same no, thing's going to happen. We're first, Does, by okay. the way. We're one all game right. ahead of first place or second place. So Damn, yo. You're so cool. We're all this is second all games ahead of you with five cool. games left, so you're not going to finish better. Than us. But cool. there's one dude who I think is more important than the entirety of the NCAA. Kevin sure. Durant. And he's going to play. And I'm if, you see this if you guys you guys saw that video, right? Honestly, my dream um March to get closer. Which will never happen because Rutgers would have to be the number one seed. I want to see how Rutgers final for their bracket. You know what, Luke? Actually nobody cares. 
I'm just gonna ignore you, Mom. <laughs> um, you guys wanna you wanna get at that? I'm just looking at bracket well, out. I guess quick. I I want to talk about I don't Durant think. Yeah, they were kind of talking about Durant too. In the I think Giannis isn't on here, but a team like Furman, uh, Robert Morris, North Florida. Okay, uh, that's gonna be the end of the uh, podcast here. Uh, we appreciate you guys for watching uh, the podcast. We'll be here uh, next week. I need to title this episode oh. "Salty Lava" because that's all it was. We'll be here next week. Uh, see you guys later. <laughs> Bye.